You're about to listen to Office Hours with me, Georgia Howe. This is a weekly companion series to PragerU's popular five-minute videos, where I explore various political and cultural topics with PragerU experts, asking questions and digging deeper to bring you perspectives that you may not hear in a traditional college classroom. To watch the video version of this series, click on the link in the description or go to dailywire.com. Welcome to Office Hours. I'm Georgia Howe with The Daily Wire. Today, we sit down with an extra special guest. He's an author, a nationally syndicated radio host, and the founder of Prager University, Dennis Prager, which, by the way, folks, without Dennis, this show wouldn't exist. His new PragerU video is titled, Is Communism Moral?, where he breaks down the ideology that has led to more human suffering and death than any other ideology in the history of man. Let's jump right in. Dennis, thank you so much for joining me. Good to be with you, thank you. So I'm actually a big fan of your book, The Rational Bible, and I eagerly await your installation about Leviticus. So just so you know, you have a fan. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that, that means the world to me because that, uh, The Rational Bible uh, is is the my, my magnum opus. It's, it's, it's the culmination of everything that I worked on. So volume three, actually, to your slight disappointment, <laughs> will be Deuteronomy, not Leviticus, just letting you know. All right. Well, don't keep the fans waiting too long. Yeah. So a lot of Leviticus fans out there. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about communism. In your video, you talk about how communism leads to evil behavior. And I've heard you say this before, that it inevitably leads to evil behavior. So why is that? What's, what's the problem with an ideology that says everyone should share everything equally? It doesn't lead to evil. It does evil. It, it's worse than that. The, the communism is a form of evil. Every every doctrine that has committed evil has had noble ideals. It, it is the only exception was Nazism. I mean, they were the, their ideals were as evil as their as their practices. You know, just uh, Aryan supremacy. Everybody else is subhuman. So they they were an honest evil. All the other evils are dishonest evils, if you will. What I'll tell you though, what is most perplexing is not why, although I will answer you, is not why does communism do evil. The most perplexing is that I had to make this video. Uh, you don't have to make a video. Uh, is Nazism moral? Is fascism moral? Is racism moral? But communism which killed more than any of them, that I had to make a video, is it moral? It shows you the power of the left. And by the way, on a personal note, when I was already in high school, remember I, I was raised a New York a Jewish liberal Democrat. That was That's how you're raised if you're Jewish in New York. And uh, I knew I was not a leftist. I didn't know I was not yet a Democrat, but I knew I was not a leftist in high school because the left did not hate communism. And uh, I, I have always hated evil. And by the way, that's just as you mentioned it, that's my favorite verse in the Bible, those who love God must hate evil. Uh, a lot of people do not hate evil. So anyway, uh, the fact that I had to make this video is very, very uh, worrisome with regard to education in the, uh, the United States. Why does it do evil? Because uh, it 
uh, it does not believe in the division of good and evil. It be believes in the division of rich and poor. It is not a moral division as Judeo-Christian Western division is. It is an economic division. The left in America does not believe in, an, in an, a good evil division either. It believes in a racist or racial division, black, white, poor, rich, so uh, or, or or even gender. So uh, that's it. If you don't if you if if you don't have a clear barometer of what is good and what is evil, you will end up with gulag. So I want to kind of dig into that a little bit more. So you say there's no, they don't have a clear division of what is good and evil. Yet, when you talk to some people who are maybe uh, very vociferously on the left, they will say that they have strong moral intuitions. So what are they, what, what are they missing there? They're naive. I'll give you an example. Almost every single spy for Stalin in England, <coughs> excuse me, in England and the United States was a, was a person with a very clear moral conscience. That they, they believed that it was not a good thing for the United States alone to have a nuclear weapon. They believed that uh, the, the Soviet Union represented the poor and colonialized of the world. Uh, but these were moral idiots. Uh, God must love the moral idiot. He has made a, an abundance of them on earth. The number of nice people who do not detest evil is enormous. Uh, that is the, the great problem in, in America today. The liberal is not a leftist. They don't believe in all black dormitories, but they vote left. So what is behind the left-wing love affair with communism? It's, I mean, it's almost like there's sort of this like siren call that they want to keep going back, even though history shows it's like been bad over and over and over again. And yet it, it seems like that that siren call mostly affects people who are more people on the left as opposed to people on the right. What is it about, you know, left-wing individuals? There's a magic word. It, it's erotic to the left. Equality. That's it. Why, why did they support Castro? Man shot his opponents, tortured uh, people who dissented, uh, made a... Made a, a, a the third richest country in all of Latin America into the poorest country or one of the two poorest countries in Latin America that didn't bother any of the, the American rich leftists. They're all rich. Uh, and uh, the reason was, oh, free health care. Oh, 100% literacy. Like, by the way, it matters if you can read, if all you can read is what the communists say. I'd rather be illiterate and free than literate and uh, under a communist regime. They're fools, what can I tell you? They, they hear the word equality and they fall down. No longer are there moral questions to be asked. You can, in other words, you can torture if your ends are egalitarian. Well, is that kind of what it comes down to is like, a, like an ends justify the means type morality? Well, ends do, by the way, ends do justify the means. I, 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 that, it, people use the phrase often uh, as if it never does. Of course it does on occasion. We, that's why we believe in just war. I mean, I, I do. I believe in moral war. Fighting Hitler was moral. So uh, therefore, I thought bombing Germany was ultimately moral, even though it's a horrible thing. So... Uh, the, the, the problem with them is not just that, that they believe in the justified means of communism. It's that they believed in the ends of communism. I don't believe in egalitarianism 
it is not a, it is not a worthy ideal. I believe in equality before the law, end of the issue, but not equality of result. Equality of result will always entail violence, always. So why is that? Why does equality of result always require violence? Well, because you have to force people uh, into into positions, and and the force uses a law. Law has behind it the threat of imprisonment, or 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 worse. In Norway, uh, a corporation uh, has to have fifty percent women on its board of directors, and if it doesn't, then it, it is put out of business. Uh, so is that a, is that an act of violence? Well, if people resist it, they will be violently dealt with. And if you don't resist it, you know you no longer have your company. So, and I'm giving you the sweetest example, not Swedish, sweetest. So it's interesting that you mentioned Europe because I actually have a question about that. So do you draw um, a distinction between collectivist policies as practiced in Europe um, and communism, or do you feel like they are kind of on the same spectrum? It's an excellent question, and it depends on on the country, it depends on the party. I have no problem with anti-communist socialists. I don't agree with them on the socialism part, but anti-communism is the dividing line. If you cannot say communism is evil, uh, just as fascism and Nazism, then everything else you stand for is, is morally worthless. But if you can say that, I loathe communism, and I am pro-freedom, then I'll, I'll then we'll debate. You think there should be universal health care. I think that uh, it is better if there is a profit motive uh, in medicine, just as there it is better in every other field of life. Why, why don't why, why isn't there free food? I mean, health care is said to be a necessity. It is. So is food. Why don't we have nationalization of food? Why is there nationalization of healthcare but not nationalization of food? Because we know that the profit motive produces the beautiful supermarket we have. The profit motive, motive produced the best hospitals on earth, the United States of America. Do we have to improve the system? Of course we have to improve the system. But you don't improve the system by having the same government that runs the post office run your healthcare. So I want to ask you a little bit about political correctness. So what would you say is the connection between political correctness and communism? Political correctness is the suppression of freedom and the manipulation of language, exactly what every totalitarian regime does. So political correctness is, without question, the road to communism, uh, because it suppresses liberty and it manipulates language. Uh, men give birth is an example of the manipulation of language. Uh, a, uh, an all-black dormitory on a university campus uh, is not racist, is a manipulation of language. Now, would you say, so, uh, would you say um, yeah. political correctness is not unique to communism? It's more uh, something general every for totalitarian, every totalitarian? Every okay. totalitarian. However, just for the record, in the 20th century, 20 to 20, well, 20th century, 90% of totalitarian totalitarianism was communist. The only non-totalitarian regime was, was Hitler's. So uh, basically all totalitarianism outside of medieval Islam uh, was, uh, was in fact, or, 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 the, or ISIS to this day, uh, uh, was always leftist. That 
they the mother of total, modern totalitarianism is the left. And would you say we are in a socialist revolution right now in the United States? I would say we're in a communist revolution in the United States. The uh, that is how bad it is. Yeah, the manipulation of language, the the cancellation. There's nothing inherent to socialism that says that you cannot dissent. The opposition to dissent is is communist. It is not necessarily socialist. There, there are socialists who believe everybody should have the right to speak. No communist believes that. No leftist believes that. There is no distinction really between leftism and communism. There's a distinction between liberalism and leftism. But most leftists vote for, uh, most liberals vote for the left. And that that is the reason nice people put evil people into power. And what kind of predictions do you have for the U.S., like how we're going to come through this, or if we will? I, I will say to you that uh, if people don't fight, we, we have lost America. It's as simple as that. And it takes courage to fight. Courage is the rarest of the human characteristics. Do you have faith in kind of the, the core of America, not just, not I'm not talking about geographically, but sort of the core of American values that are kind of still even like residually echoing in places like New York. Do you feel like that's strong enough that it's gonna kind of pull us through? I did until a year ago when I see people wearing masks outdoors, when there is zero rationality behind it, zero science behind it, and a lemming-like behavior among Americans that I never, ever expected. Uh, this, it, there's been a sadness in my soul, because I love this country, to see the failure of so many Americans to live up to the land, uh, the home of, was it the home of the free, and the, the land of the brave and the home of the free. No wonder they don't want this national anthem. It's, they don't believe that it should be the land of, of the brave and the home of the free. That, that kids are taught in, in, in schools that because the founders had slaves, they, they, there's nothing to be learned from them. The arrogance of people to judge the past by the present, then there was no good person who ever lived. The only good people are modern-day leftists, which, by the way, they do believe. The average leftist at the New York Times believes he or she is the finest human who has ever lived. All right. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you online? Well, DennisPrager.com, PragerU.com, and if they want a truly life-changing experience, uh, the Rational Bible. All right, excellent. That's the end of today's Office Hours. Make sure to tune in next week for our conversation with a new PragerU presenter. I'm Georgia Howe. Thanks for tuning in. As a reminder, if you'd like to see the video version of this show, or if you haven't seen this week's PragerU 5-Minute Video, make sure to click on the link in the description below, or head over to dailywire.com. We'll see you next Monday for a new interview with another PragerU presenter. <music>